podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily for what day is it? Tuesday, and it's the sixteenth, oh, sixteenth of July. I'm gonna go with sixteenth of July. We we'll see how we get on. Um, if it's not the sixteenth of July, feel free to. Uh, Free, free, uh, feel free to let me know. And um, it's Tuesday and it's daily time, says Barry Carr. Yes, it is. Um, on again, on time again. I'm always on time. I'm, I'm, I'm always on time. Um, so let me see what are we going to do. Okay, um, it's your agenda again. You can do what you like. Uh, you can absolutely do what you like. Throw us in some, in, so throw us in some. Football comments, throw us in some non-football comments, we'll go, we'll go with anything. Tonight's show is brought to you by Entire Design, um, Twitter at Entire Design underscore, Entire Design on Instagram, uh, Jimmy is the main man there, amazing, uh, Liverpool artwork, we are giving a prize away, uh, Jimmy has given us two lovely, um, prints to give away, I'll show them to you later, I will explain how you win the competition, you will need to listen to this to, um, to win the competition and uh, yeah, stay tuned and we see where we go. With me tonight, um, with me tonight, I have the host of the cop table, a good friend of mine, um, Peter Phillips. Peter, how the hell are you? I'm very well, thank you, Gav. Um, looking forward to it once again. How, how is yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, we tried this. Uh, um, we tried giving the listeners the agenda last night, and it went really, really well. So. Um, we're going to give it a go again. As I said, any mad comments that come in, we're going to go and we're going to have a go at it. And um, you can do non-football. Um, one of the best ones was um, some guy talking about chomp chocolate bars and we went off on, on, a, on a mad one um, for about 15 nice. minutes and, and that was good. Um, so we will do stuff like that. Um, but uh, what have we got coming in? What have we got? What have we got? Uh, Barry Carr says, hi, Peter. Welcome back. Um, Hello, Barry. One lad says, tell us about the transfer window and what Grizz said. Um, what Grizz said? Oh, uh, yeah, Grizz has an opinion on what player it will be um, with regards to who will be signing for Liverpool. Uh, I will get into that later on. I want to see who you think it will be. Um, let's, not, um, let's, not, uh, let's not give Grizz the, um, the attention he, he wants. Um, I'm not doing that. I give it to him on a Sunday, and that's about my limit. Um, who's the signing, Gavs? It's just going to keep coming. It's going to keep coming. Uh, 
North Red says DVD Genie Robo Hendo back. Um, yeah, look, the US tour, the, the Reds have landed in America. Um, Peter, for you, uh, we play our first game on it's late Friday night, early Saturday morning. Um, for you, what are you looking for from this tour? What would you like to see from the first game? Do you think that you know? Do you think you go strong and try to bring these bigger players in early, or walk them in as we go? Yeah, I think he'll take it pretty much step by step, only with um, with the lads only just coming back. The likes of Wijnaldum, like you say, Van Dijk, Henderson, and uh, Robertson. I know he's picked up a little injury to his hand as well, hasn't he? So he's not going to be um, he's not going to be playing in the game. So yeah, I, th- I think he's just gonna. Um, they, they might get a good twenty, thirty minutes, possibly under the belt, and nothing more than that. I, I wouldn't expect. I think it'll be pretty. Much Watch the players who played in the the first couple of games against Tramia and uh, against Bradford City at the weekend. So the likes of Brewster and Duncan Jones and all, all them are likely to to feature again. Uh, I noticed there was a couple of the players who was in the in them two squads who was left out. I think it was um, Johnson, the the centre back, wasn't it? He didn't travel with the squad. Um, it, it likelihood that he wasn't going to get. Many games, so he, he wasn't part of the the squad. But yeah, it was interesting to see that Bobby Duncan was was involved um, in in the squad going out there, and looks like Klopp's going to be giving him the opportunity to uh, to see what he can do and maybe uh, put up um, a fight against Brewster for that other place, backing up the front three, if you like. Yeah, I I think uh, when it comes to the likes of Bobby Duncan, I might I think Brewster is is well ahead of him, but. Yeah, I suppose getting um, Duncan probably getting a look in with regards to uh, the tour won't do him any, any harm at all. He's he's progressed massively since he's joined Liverpool. He's um, he's really uh, he's really coming on. I really like him as a player. I like the way he's big and strong. He's a real real eye for goal. Um, it's definitely one that I'd lo- I like to see. Interesting enough though, Peter Lovren came back and um, he was he, he played he played against Bradford. Do you, do you see that happening with the with the other players now in in, um, in America? You know the likes of your Hendersons, your your Van Dykes, and and and, and the like. Do you, do you see them getting maybe a bit more than that forty minutes, or do you think that will be the limit? Because it just it was peculiar. Lovren come back and, and was straight in. You know that way. Yeah, I think he just played the forty five minutes. Didn't he? There's plenty of games to uh, to come over the next uh, week or so, and next next month if you like before the season starts. So I think. It- it's it's more about getting getting the boys back up to fitness again, and a little run out won't do them any harm. But I, I, I wouldn't expect them to play any any more than twenty thirty minutes. That's it, if they feature it all in this this very first fixture, because they have only just come back, haven't they? And um, they've only had a, a few days before they've they've gone out there, so it, it might be just a little bit early for them to be going straight into a into a, a full on pre match uh, sorry pre season friendly. I think it's all about building the fitness up and they'll be doing they'll be doing the training ground work as opposed to the lads who featured in the other two games where they'll be doing a lot more tactical work. I think it's about building up the, the fitness once again for, for Van Dyke Henderson, um Robertson and the likes of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um just just one thing and we're probably going over all ground with a couple of this stuff here but it's it's stuff that just keeps coming up over the, over the weekend I'm, I'm going to stick to players mm. that are at the club at the moment before we start talking about players that might come in but um, one lad there says does, is he the only one that thinks that Kent is better than Wilson 
Um, I think he might be in the minority there, but what like we were talking about this last night on the on the club podcast, and and we've had a little word about it on the Fatback Four because like you have to get as many opinions I suppose as possible, and I love everyone's opinion. I just give me as many opinions as you can because I I like looking at different opinions and, and having a good think about them and thinking yeah I could be wrong here that person could be right but Kent and Wilson where do you what do you see for them going forward it, they're both going to America but what do you see going for, for them come the end of the summer could it be could they stay could they push in the squad would they be loaned out or would they be sold what, what do you think on, on Kent and, and Wilson well on on the form of the first two two fixtures if you like I think Ryan Kent's done a little bit more than, than what Harry Wilson has, has done. It's only two pre-season friendlies, but I think he's been the the one that's been more more who's caught the eye, if you like. He, he seems to be the one who works a little bit harder. Um, I know there was a, a couple of reports today, wasn't it, that Bielsa from Leeds was in the crowd against Bradford and he was looking to, to take Ryan Kent on loan um, this season, but he's gone out to America and he's, he's still got that chance to, to prove to Jürgen Klopp whether he's... Um, whether he's ready for that for that first team squad, but Harry Wilson spent spent a year on loan at Derby. Didn't he done really well? He scored some eye catching goals and free kicks and, and set pieces and things like that. And yeah, um, it's his work rate for me, Harry Wilson. I don't I don't know whether he, he's got that in his locker to, to what Klopp wants, if you like, where he needs players tracking back all the time. He needs them winning the ball. Back. Back at the, he, he seems to me he's a, he's slightly a bit of a, a luxury player if you if you like I think he could possibly do do a job coming off the bench well with, with opposition teams tired and things like that but for the moment I think um, Kent's slightly ahead of him but for me I can see the both of them going out on, on loan especially if they do bring somebody else in for them four or three positions I think I think their future does um, lie away from the club for this season at least. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on in the sense that they lie away from the club um, next season. I disagree with two loans. I I I could see Harry Wilson getting a loan. Um, I think he has. I think he's shown more while he's been out on loan overall. Um, last season, uh, with Derby, Kent was meant to be really good for Rangers. Um, but I think Wilson's a bit more. I think. If they were to gamble on one, it might be Wilson. I could see Kent being sold. I think eight to ten million. I think if something comes in along them lines, I know Rangers are mad to get them. They don't have the eight or ten million, but they're looking for a for a, some sort of maybe even a loan for him to, and try make up the money next season when that contract is a year less on it. Um, one other question here: PJ Boyle says um, he asks, and it's a question he's I've asked myself as well. For argument's sake, Peter, if we don't sign anybody between now and the Norwich game, are you confident about the season that goes ahead, or would you be a little bit concerned, or are you are you you're quite content on what we have? Yeah, it's been an interesting summer, hasn't it? Usually, the myself and the rest of the fans are, are clambering for a sign, and aren't we? But it's 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 pretty much we with us coming back from the the Champions League victory, and we've added Oxlade. Chamberlain to the squad, if you like, um, and, and Ryan Brewster. It, I wouldn't be too upset going into the season with the same squad because we've got them a couple of extra bodies in as well. Uh, but I would like to see us bring at least one, possibly two players in, just like we said on the previous um, Day Trippers podcast about just in case we do need that cover. If one, one of the front three get an injury or a, a suspension, maybe a couple of them at the time, and 
Robertson as well at left back. You, you're having to use Milner, aren't you, or Gomez? So I do think that we need to to bring somebody in experience for them for them roles, if you like, somebody um, who can fill in the left back position, possibly a right back as well, somebody who, who could play both positions. You're going to find it difficult to find a two-footed fullback, um, but I'm sure there is there is somebody out there who, who could fulfil that role. And and the front three as well. You, you're looking at. Um, you're looking at cover, aren't you, as well, just in case that what we just spoke about does happen. Yeah, and do you know something, just following on from that, um, you know, there's a guy called, he's commented on YouTube here, uh, North Red, and he says he fears a January burnout if we don't strengthen. I think that's a very, very mm. fair point. I really do. Mm. Um, you know, I, I get what we're saying. I get what we're saying about, you know, um, Oxley Chamberlain coming back, and but he's coming back from a long, long term injury. Yeah, Brewster, yeah. although has looked really, really sharp in pre season, he is a gamble at his age. Um, so and I, and and somebody else said there they'd be quite content but a little disappointed. I know where they're coming from as well with that, Peter. You like a new signing, you know, you like someone else, someone else to pin your hopes on for the season. You know, um, a good friend of theirs there, uh, it's Keith, has said that we're winning the league. Um, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Um. Barry Carson's Peter is a joy to listen to. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice change from um, some of the people I've, I've talked to during the week, um, mainly on a Sunday night around half eight. Um, one of them in particular, <laughs> you know who it is. Uh, but um, uh, Barry Carson's Lalana as the six. This is proper new sign and stuff. We need to knock this on the head here. Lalana is not going to start for Liverpool Football Club in the league at number six. I think he's just covering in there while um, we're waiting for the other lads to come back. Surely that's the case. Yeah, what what I think it is with it with Adam Lallana, the, I think the the backroom staff, Jurgen Klopp, and everyone involved have probably have looked at him and thought he's come. What is he? Thirty one years of age now. He's he's coming towards the to, to the years of his career, if you like, where um, he can't do as much pressing in the final third. So they're probably looking at something of a deeper role for him. Um, obviously, he's never going to start in in the Premier League. Unless there's major injuries in that position, but yeah, um, Fabinho and, and Henderson, even Wijnaldum's in them positions who are ahead of Lallana. But if that's the role that they've, they've got um, pigeonholed for him, then it's something that that Adam Lallana's going to have to look at, isn't he, and say, look, it, this is going to be my role for the for the coming season, and if I have to sit on the bench, then then so be it. But um, he's another one where possibly. He could be moved on. It all it all depends on on what happens in, in this transfer window, doesn't it? Whether he, I know the the, the sounds coming out of the club is that he, that he's going to stay, and the sounds from himself that he wants to stay, and obviously he does want to stay and play at Liverpool. But I just think if um, if they get a decent amount of money offered for for his services, I think Liverpool would um, would definitely look at that and then um, possibly look to to bring someone in who's, who's a little bit younger who, who can play in a in a variety of positions. Yeah, I, we we spoke about this in the club last night with regards to Lallana, and it's just getting them on the pitch. You know, I, I'm not I'm not saying Lallana is top, mm. top drawer quality wise. I think he's a really good member of the squad um, for varied for certain certain amount of games and certain types of games. But it's just getting them on the pitch. Um, Carlo Donovan there says, could you imagine the fume if we went and won all seven competitions we were in next season? Um, Carlo <laughs> Donovan, that sounds like an Irish name. And if that happens, I can guarantee you 100% I will meet you in Dublin City Centre and I will bring you out for the day. As long as the day is, I will bring you out for the day. Um, what else have we got? Um, uh, 
David says never put the words Lalana and Regista in the same sentence. I don't even know what a Regista <laughs> is. Um, you need to you need to um, like a, a deep line central midfield player, like a, like a playmaker. All oh, right, okay, that's it. It's a football manager terminology, I presume. Um, um, and even when I play football manager, I won't be using that. I don't like the word. It sounds a bit strange. Um, oh, there's all, all sorts of mad terminology out there for these these different positions. Yeah, <laughs> a, a few people there have mentioned that Ryan Sessegnon would we not go from left winger, left full, Liverpool, Liverpool fan and stuff like that. The feeling I get with Sessegnon is um, he he wants to stay in London. That's that's the that's the, the feeling I got on it. Oh, just I just noticed that Grizz is actually on this um chat. So if you want to um, bombard Grizz at Grizz Can, you can absolutely bombard him while he's on this chat and we'll have loads of fun with that. Um what else have we got? What else have we got? Um again people asking who do who do you think we sign it? I suppose for you, um Peter, if there was one signing that you would like to make or you think we might make, who would it be for you? Because well let me throw a few names at you. Coutinho is is still going on, um, and and it's gathering pace day by day. Let's be let's be honest. Um, Pepe, uh, one fella there says any hope on Fekir. I'm hoping I'm holding out Fekir. Um, I'm holding out unless unless he goes to Betis, um, which it looks like. But I'm holding out on him. Dembele, um, for you, Pierre. There's a couple of names there. Any feelings on them? Any any hopes on them? Um. Well, first of all, I think the one with, with Nabil Fekir, I think that that ship has, has long, long, long sailed. It's last summer, didn't he? Apparently, he's failed not one but two medicals, and he was he was never going to sign after after what happened in them medicals, and the club was never going to pay fifty, sixty million for a for a player who had a I think it was. Um, an ACL injury and it look makes, like it and, that, and that makes more sense now with the price being dropped and us still not being looking like we're in there. It, it does look yeah that, that it, it is an injury thing rather than a money thing from last year. Yeah, it's definitely something to to do with the um, the injury side of things because let's face it, if if, he, if his price was lower in last season, they, they might have took a chance on him. But I, I don't think he's had the the best of seasons as he fully. I don't know he played a couple. Of Champions League games and and uh, done quite well against Manchester City and things like that, but I don't think he's he set the world alight. And I think um, yeah, the, I think there's very very well no interest whatsoever here. But yeah, um, as regards to the others, um, I did speak to a well-known Liverpool journalist today. If you like, I, I won't say his name, and I, I did ask about um, Philip Coutinho coming back to Liverpool, and um, his, his words to me was. Um, the club has said no previously to um, to any interest, but with him saying previously, that doesn't mean to say that the club might not spark an interest if if they can come to some sort of agreement. I know there's been talk of a, a two-year loan deal. As there's been been talk of um, money exchanging hands. I know Barcelona are still owe Liverpool money for Philip Coutinho, so I just think they'd have to to come to some sort of agreement. Wages could be. Another stumbling block. Liverpool might turn around to him and say, "Look, you've the way you left the club. If, if you're that sincere on joining us again, then you, you should be prepared to take a, a drop in in wages as well. If if your heart is where you say it is, and you're that determined to come back to Liverpool, I think Liverpool hold all the cards now, and they can pretty much put their their terms out to Philip Coutinho. And if if he's interested, then then he's going to say yeah. And if if he's not, then then so be it. And Liverpool. Will, We'll just walk away. 
So, interesting one, Philip Coutinho. And I know there's a few people are saying about the interest in uh, Nicolas Pepe as well from from Lille, but from from what I've um, spoken to to the to the said person as well about the the Pepe situation, I think it's it's just his his agent talking, um, putting him out there and hawking him out to a few clubs and hoping he can get the best price for him and hoping for a big payday himself. I know he's, he's linked every day with a different team, isn't he? One day it was Arsenal, Bayern Munich, Manchester United. Um, I think he was linked, linked with Napoli yesterday. Well, that's Liverpool are working behind the scenes and, and they know that they, they've got him, if you like. He, he's agreed to join and they're waiting for a fee to, to come down. Um, with, with him saying he'll only join Liverpool, that, that's the only way I can see him, him coming. But Liverpool have been out there, haven't they, and, and said there's there's pretty much, um, I think Michael Edwards said, didn't he, that they, they was using Liverpool as um, as, a, as a leverage, if you like, towards other teams. So I just think there's probably a lot going on behind the scenes and that there's players like that we don't know about and they might sign somebody who you've never heard of, somebody completely off the radar. Um, so I just think just got to wait and see what happens over the next few weeks. But, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens before the start of the season when we play Norwich. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a there's a comment in there from Frank, who's a, actually a friend of mine from Paddy Power. He's saying that it doesn't look like the Fek here uh, to bet this thing is happening. All the money at the moment is going on Valencia. That's according to um, that's according to Paddy Powers at the moment. So that is, that is a strange one. Barry Carr, what about Leon Bailey? Linked again last season. Quiet on that. Everyone's gone quiet on Bruno Fernandez, says Kev O'Sullivan. Yeah, Kev, they have. Um, I think that's another case of, of an agent or maybe Sporting Lisbon trying to um, tout the player around and see what we can get, see what they can get from him. Um, just on the competition, uh, because I'm just realised we're 21 minutes in. That's absolutely flown, boy. But um, the competition this week is, is from entire design. Um, Jimmy is is a top top lad. I have to, I can't say enough about this fella and and how nice he is as a person um, to deal with. Um, you know, when it comes to sponsoring this show and and, and giving up prizes, he's he's just top notch. Um, he's given us away two lovely prints. I'm gonna put them up on the screen now to show you. But what what you need to do? It's very 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 simple. Um, you just um you need to go onto Twitter. You need to tag the LFC Day Trippers, tag entire design, and all you need to do is tell us who you will think Liverpool's next big signing will be. You don't need to answer any questions. All you have to do is give an opinion. Tag the LFC Day Trippers. Tag Entire Design at Entire Design underscore. And listen, the winner will be picked at random. I have the two prints at home here. And they'll be sent straight over to wherever you are. Uh, posted straight away. So I'm just going to put them on the screen for you there. You can see them. Two lovely um, prints. One is Jürgen Klopp um, in the 1995-96 training gear. The other one is Virgil van Dijk. Liverpool 1979-82 to with the nice Hitachi jersey on. Um, but look, that's all you have to do. Go on Twitter. Tag us, tag entire design, and all you have to do is put in the name that you think Liverpool's next signing will be. You don't have to be right. It can be anyone. It can be fucking Danny Higginbottom, anyone you want. It doesn't matter. <laughs> There's no questions to ask. Um, but We do need a left back. <laughs> true. Um, can Rory the lap play there? We can start launching balls from the from the, uh, <laughs> from the halfway line. A big Verge's head. But um, no, they're the two prints. Um, he's, he's a top, top man. Um, and just listen, tag the two of us on Twitter. Give us the name of the person you think it will be. Um, and, and we'll go from there. Um, now, I've messaged Grizz. Um, I sent him a message and said, what are you going on about? Um, 
what's this who do you think it'll be he sent me a message back and his words are Gav this is my opinion people can take it or leave it it's just my opinion on this and he reckons the signer will be Nicolas Pepe that's what he thinks it is um, he thinks he hasn't given me any explanation he's just told me this is my own personal opinion that Nicolas Pepe will be the player that will sign for Liverpool Um Peter, I know, is not too sure on that. I haven't a blatant clue at this stage. There's that many things going on. Um, but he he feels it's Nicolas Pepe. I hope he's wrong. I hope it's Usman Dembele. I don't know if people agree with me or agree with um, with Grizz. Um, Peter, pick one of them, Pepe or Dembele. Which one would you be going for? Well, to be honest, I've not seen a great deal of Nicolas Pepe. So... Out of the two of them, I'd have to go with with Usman Dembele because I've seen him for Barcelona, um, seen him for a little bit for Dortmund as well, and when he was linked from Liverpool to Liverpool last time, uh, seen a few few clips of him. But yeah, I've seen quite a bit of him this season. So he's he's very lively, isn't he? He's got the pace that, that Jurgen Klopp likes. He's got the he's got the skills and the tricks, and um, knows where the goal is as well. So I think out of players, my choice would be Dembele. But one, one point that you did make um, earlier about was uh, Leon Bailey. Now he, he's a player that I know Liverpool have had interest in the past, and he's probably watched the game this season. He, he's he's one who could possibly cover them them front three positions, and he, he's he's lightning. He, he's got that that real pace about him as well, and he's he's one who's off the radar. So possibly um, if they wanted to look towards the Bundesliga. He, he's one player who uh, who stands out for me. Who, who Liverpool could possibly have an interest in. Yeah, um, it is one. That there's just plenty of names, and, and it could come something like that if if something happens, like you said, if Liverpool have been tracking a player for for twelve months and and the fee is quite high, and they see some development and the fee drops a bit, or Liverpool feel no, that fee is good and and he's available, we go from. I I said this. I said this the other day. Liverpool usually walk down a list, you know, player one, player two, player three, and they, and they walk down the list of players they, they believe that could come in and, and improve them. Um, I think Liverpool probably have a list of three players this summer, and that's the three, mm-hmm. and if they come available, they will go in for them in any given order. Um, Mick says, could Liverpool sign Everton? That would be absolutely hilarious if Liverpool went and signed that lad called Everton. Um, he'd probably have to change his name, though. Um, they wouldn't allow that, you know. They wouldn't allow their manager to have a fucking Christmas tree with red baubles on it. So you know, it's it could all go really mad, good <laughs> in some way. Um, but look, it's been a good show. Um, the comments I can't keep up with. I'm gonna have to get myself a bigger screen, or I'm gonna have to use my eyes a bit better. Um, but it's been really good. Don't forget the competition from um and entire design. As I said, tag us, tag entire design, and just give us the name of the player you think. I leave it open till. I'll leave it up until midnight and then what I'll do is I'll actually get Peter to pick one at random for me as the guest so it's all um, above board and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, like no that. problem. Um, I'll, I'll give you a message later, Peter, and you can do that. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'm really happy to leave this open to people and let's just throw mad names out there. A um, little disappointed in you is that you didn't throw non-football weirdness at me because I really like that as well. But you can try again um, tomorrow. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We'll be with you at 7.30pm live tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday and Saturday will be 7.30pm. Fatback 4 is at 8.30 on a Sunday. All other days is 10pm. I just have to do that because I have a life that I have to live outside of all this as well. Um, so that's the way it goes. Well, look, Pierre, thanks a million for joining me. Um, I'm sure we'll have you on again soon. 
Yeah, thanks for the uh, for the invite, Gav. Enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the show as usual. Yeah, Cheers. no problem at all. We'll have you on again, uh, no doubt. Um, when you keep talking to um, journalists and not telling us their name, and you're probably right too because um, <laughs> you have a life outside of this as well, and you, the mentions on Twitter would uh, take up most of your day if you did name somebody like that. Um, but no, that's been us. That's yeah. been the fatback for daily um, for Tuesday. The 16th of July I'm nearly forgetting it but I'm still on a 100% record I think uh, thanks for watching thanks for following on Twitter thanks for subscribing on YouTube go and tell all your friends get them involved let's have we just keep having this crack for the summer we Friday night I'll probably watch the game live and be on here and have to have the uh, crack with as well uh, but yeah that's been us have a good one over and out so I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Coles has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself for real the deals are so good I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.